Don't ever lend money that you need to pay your bills or take care of yourself and your family. That's hurting yourself too much. There are things that you can do to help and resources that the other person can go to if they are really in a bad financial situation. So don't put yourself and your family in a financial situation that is not good for you. Like you can't pay your car loan, which you shouldn't have in the first place, but you can't pay your car loan or you can't pay your mortgage or you can't buy groceries because you lent someone close to you money and they promised to pay you back. Don't ever let that happen. Just say no. Welcome to Living a Budget. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I'm a financial and career coach at Saber Street. This podcast is for people who are hungry to get to financial independence and retiring early, which means getting out of debt, saving like it's second nature, and setting up your life to pay it forward. Living a budget is about so much more than just budgeting. We tackle the hard topics, all with the goal to have as much fun as possible while getting to financial independence and retiring early, whatever that looks like for you. I firmly believe you can have fun while getting to financial independence because I've done it myself and I know you can too. Let's get started. Welcome to Living a Budget, episode 26. What to do when people ask you for money. In this episode, we'll be talking through the situation of close friends or family asking for money. It is getting to be that time of year. People with insecure or unstable finances get swept away by impulse shopping because of the overwhelming amount of marketing we're being slammed with every day. I am sure you're feeling that. I know I'm feeling that. I'm kind of a rock when it comes to finances and trying not to be swept away with the tide here, but it's hard. It is hard not to overspend, especially in December. I mean, just walking through Costco the other day, I wanted to get all of the presents for my family and friends. So, you know, it it does. It gets a thousand times worse in December. And I know also because I'm a business owner and ad prices skyrocket in December. It is ridiculous. Anyway. We'll get into marketing traps to watch out for in another episode. This time, we're talking through what to do when friends and family ask for financial help. It happens so often. You'd you'd be shocked at the amount of people who have family or friends owe them money. And I know it comes from a place of wanting to help people and a heart for your friends and family and a heart to give But, you know, let's get through kind of what to do in different situations and circumstances. I'm going to give you a framework for how to think about this because I don't want you to be taken advantage of. And I also don't want your relationships to suffer. So that's the point here. We're discussing what to do when people ask you for money so that you can keep your relationships the way that you want them. You can keep your relationships friendly and loving and not feel taken advantage of and not lose people out of your life because you gave them or lent them money. So let's let's talk this through. Here's the common story I hear mostly in January. This is kind of a, it's a December, January thing. I have people come to me and they say, we're unsure of our financial future. We would love to get out of debt. Debt keeps sneaking up on us. 
but I lent money to my brother last month. So hopefully when he pays me back, I'll get all caught up on my car payment and my credit score will be good enough to refinance this debt into a lower interest personal loan. (laughs) Did I nail it? I mean, I hear that, I don't know, hundreds of times throughout the year, but it is so, so, so prevalent in January. I get it. I just want to tell you, I get it. But you all are making this much more complicated than it needs to be. Finances don't need to be complicated. And oftentimes people will come to me and it'll go one of two ways. Either they will not look at their finances at all and say, I don't know. I don't know how to organize my finances. I don't know how to budget. And can you help me with the fundamentals and get me through and and start being in the positive every month? I want to pay down my debt so that I, I can start saving money. Or they will be the total opposite and they'll come and say, you know, I have spreadsheets upon spreadsheets upon spreadsheets and I can't make heads or tails of it anymore. It is so complicated. How do I get ahead? I'm trying to learn the system and guys, simplify it. It doesn't need to be hard. So part of this podcast episode is about keeping it simple because you don't want to owe your, or sorry, you don't want your friends to owe you money that you need. Personal finances, it's not some test that you need to study for. There's no formula to memorize. There's no hard vocabulary to learn here. You're making this too complicated. Okay, so take a step back. Simply, keep it simple and you'll go really, really far. Anyway, so that that person who counted on their brother or friend to pay them back usually ends up pretty disappointed. Sometimes for months, sometimes forever. Because lending money builds resentment and distance. It forever changes a relationship. It takes a really strong, mature set of individuals for it not to change a relationship. One person usually feels pretty taken advantage of. And the borrower, so the person who borrows the money, isn't allowed to grow usually. The lender, the person who lends the money, you in this case, usually doesn't understand why the borrower isn't paying him or her back. And it's because they didn't feel the pain of their decisions in the first place. So we're going to get through a few messy situations here. And at the end of this, what you're going to learn is what to do when people ask you for money. The end goal is to preserve your relationships. It's not to preserve your wealth in this episode. It's not to preserve your wealth. It is to preserve your relationships. Okay. Now, first, let me be super clear. I'm not saying never to give money, but I am saying that lending money should be done wisely and with specific parameters and communicated expectations on both sides. Basically, you need an agreement. So first, first thing to learn here and to know, don't ever lend money that you need to pay your bills or take care of yourself and your family. That's hurting yourself too much. There are things that you can do to help and resources that the other person can go to if they are really in a bad financial situation. So don't put yourself and your family in a financial situation that is not good for you. Like you can't pay your car loan, which you shouldn't have in the first place, but you can't pay your car loan or you can't pay your mortgage or you can't buy groceries because you lent someone close to you money and they promised to pay you back. Don't ever let that happen. Just say no. If you need the money, say no in a nice way. We'll get to that. Second, evaluate their need. What do they truly need the money for? What are they saying they need that money for and why? What happened? Why don't they have the money? 
what's going on in their life? Do you see that they went to an island for vacation and all of a sudden they're coming back and saying, I need money to pay my mortgage or my home is going to be foreclosed on? Things don't happen that fast usually. You can't get approved for a mortgage if you don't have the income coming in. And yes, people can lose their jobs, but really figure out why they need that money and what happened. What else could solve their problem? What other options do they have? What's the cause of the issue here? Because you can put your mortgage in forbearance, generally, if you lost your job. You can talk to your mortgage company. But if they come back and there isn't any real big burden type of cause to not being able to pay your mortgage, then they're not going to negotiate with that person. And their only option is to borrow it from somebody who's a sucker enough to give them money. Then it comes back to they're not feeling the pain of their actions. Let's get into something that I learned from the book Boundaries by Drs. Henry Cloud and I think it's John Townsend. I have the book right here. And there are two different kinds of burdens, really. Okay, there's there's one that was caused to the person and is too hard for them to carry. So it's something like losing their job. Maybe they caused it, maybe they didn't, but losing their job, or maybe it's a medical issue, right? They had a medical issue and they, you know, it it was too hard for them to carry. And then there are different burdens that they should be able to carry based on the choices that they make in their life, how they're choosing to set up their life. So sometimes things happen to people and the burdens are too hard for them to carry. And sometimes they make choices in their lives and that causes a hardship and they need to learn the pain of that hardship in order to not make the choices that caused it. What you're trying to suss out here before giving or lending money when somebody comes and asks you for money is what kind of burden is it? What is the issue here? What caused it? And that will allow you to make the right decision, whether to give or lend money or to say no. Now, again, new decision tree time. Uh, let's back up a little bit. If you need the money, the answer is no in a nice way. If they come to you and you don't necessarily need the money, then, then it's time to evaluate the need and figure out what happened. Once you know what's really going on, you can decide whether it's a want, a need they created through unwise living, or a need they unfortunately fell into that's too big for them to handle, okay? Then after you know that, you can then decide whether to support them with parameters or not. That's your choice. And I'm not going to tell you when to give money and not give money. Every situation is very different. I walk through my clients with my clients on this all the time, whether to give money or not, when they're being taken advantage of, when they're enabling bad behaviors and that they're enabling the person to not learn and grow. So decide that for yourself. And if you need help, just come talk to me. But realize what I just said. Realize what I said. It's your choice whether to give money or not. And I said give, not lend. You're going to have to make a choice after you've decided that it's worthwhile. You're going to have to make a choice whether to give them money and let it let them know it's a gift or lend them money, put payback parameters and rules on it, 
and really change your relationship with them. If you decide to lend money, then always put in writing these three things. Group Financial Coaching is a group that's getting out of debt together. We celebrate wins, keep each other accountable, and tackle the hard life questions that come up. If you wish you had a group of like-minded people to lean on and learn from, join us in Group Financial Coaching. We're here to help you get to financial independence and have fun on the journey. Learn more at saberstreet.com slash group financial coaching. Number one, the full amount you're lending. Number two, the repayment schedule. And number three, what happens if they don't stick to the repayment plan? I'm going to say those three things again. If you decide to lend someone money, then put in writing and agreed on both sides, either through email or or a signature on a document. Number one, the full amount you're lending. Number two, the repayment schedule. And number three, what happens if they don't stick to the repayment plan? Okay, that can be a penalty, a fee, whatever it is. That sets expectations and boundaries with the person you're lending money to. That makes it seem more official, okay? And it will increase the chances that you'll, you'll be paid back. Just realize, realize this for your own expectation setting, that when you lend people money, if you lend people money, you might be breaking a relationship and might not ever see that money or that person again. It happens over and over and over again because the person who you lend money to either takes it and runs and they value that money over the relationship and that's when you see it or they become so embarrassed that they can't pay it back that they end up basically dumping you as a friend. So make sure that you are thinking this through and and you realize that you're putting that relationship in jeopardy by lending money. So personally, my husband and I, we generally gift money. If we don't need it and we've evaluated the need, we know it's not due to frivolous living, but it is actually a need like a medical need or, or something that happened, we'll give money. We will not lend money. Here's something that I hear from my clients all the time. I don't want to change my relationship with a person. And that's great. I think that's excellent. That is a good way to go. I don't like changing my relationships either. I, I like them to, to not have that risk in there of, of the person disappearing. And so then the options here are to say no in a nice way or to give the money. And giving money will change the relationship unless they're really, really mature. And so are you. It takes some hard thinking whether to give the money or to just say no in a nice way because giving the money might create dependence on you and might mean that they keep coming back to get money because it was easy, right? People like easy money, the easy way out. And making money is not necessarily easy for most people. So getting someone to give them money feels easy and feels like the burden is being lifted because it is. Um, But if that's not a burden, or if that's a burden that they caused, then they might just keep coming back asking for money. So oftentimes, I'll I'll coach people through how to say no. And a, a nice way to say no is to say something like, well, I would love to help. We can't afford to lend or give you money right now. I'm so sorry. Can I help you in a different way? 
I really feel for you and I would love to help you, but I can't give you any money right now. I wish we could. How can I help you? And that opens up the conversation and gives you an opportunity to help without giving or lending money and without changing that relationship too much. So they've, they've been vulnerable by asking for money. And so you can be vulnerable back by saying, we can't lend you or give you money right now. It would hurt us financially. And if you're trying to get out of debt, or if you're trying to steward your wealth well, or if you are, you know, if you really just can't give them money, that is truthful. And if you are investing for retirement, you're trying to get on track for your financial goals and you have no wiggle room, then that is truthful. Another way to say no, if you've evaluated that it's a need that they created due to frivolous living or due to just not looking ahead, is to say, I would love to help you, but I don't think that giving you money is going to help. Do you want to sit down? I've I've been practicing this budgeting thing, and I would love to help you figure out how to budget and pay this down yourself. I think it'll help you more in the long term. A lot of people don't like that. But it does help, and usually relationships can recover. (laughs) And sometimes people will take you up on it, and it'll change their whole life. You know where I stand. I love saying that, and people come to me for that anyway. I appreciate that last bit, and if nobody had said that to me, then I wouldn't be here right now. So bottom line in this whole episode, I hope you learned something, but the bottom line, the whole purpose of this podcast episode is to protect your relationships, not your wealth. It's to protect your relationships. So give when you want to give and can afford to never see that money again. Lend if you want to, and if you can iron out that repayment schedule and and the consequences of not repaying. And when you can afford to never see that money again, if you think that giving or lending money in different circumstances is too risky for your relationship or it won't help the person, then say no nicely if you want to preserve your relationship and you, or you can't afford to give. All right. So here's the application, guys. Here's what you can do this week or, or in the next month as people might ask you for money. Just figure out, use the steps that you learned in this podcast to figure out if you can give and what's going on in their situation, what caused the hardship, and then iron out how you're going to help them. That's all it is. It is in the spirit of preserving your relationships. So now you're equipped with what to do when people ask you for money. Apply this as it comes up in the future, and I'll see you in the next episode. Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living a Budget. I'm glad you're here. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate our podcast on iTunes or whatever you're using to listen. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at saver.street. And if you need help with your personal finances, feel free to book a complimentary consultation at saverstreet.com. We'll help you find what you need in your journey to financial independence. I'll see you in the next episode.